Alright. Okay. What episode are we on yeah, today? 82 or 83? 83, man. 82 ah, oh, so 82. 82 oh, lah. <laughs> right. I, I remember last week was 81. Now it's 82. Ah, okay. 82. Now welcome back to the Three Marketing Show, guys. This week, uh, we have three of us, and we're gonna discuss something that I am really deeply interested in. A topic that I've been, uh, you know, uh, researching about, which is marketing in Web three. Oh, that's so, interesting. So yeah, as usual, basically, you know, uh, if this is the first time you see us, uh, I'm Jason, and this is Andrew, and uh, the one at the, the guy at the bottom is Manfred. So it's just three of us. Uh, Manfred is from Singapore. Andrew is from Malaysia. Andrew is a email marketing specialist, and uh, Manfred is a Manfred. What do you do now? Huh? No, I, I I just set up TikTok and uh, trying to do, and I realized TikTok don't accept email address and contact number. Only accept. GAID and uh, iPhone right, ID. Right, right, right. GAID is quite interesting. Huh? Huh? They, they, don't don't accept emails, uh? they don't accept email, then how do, the, how do they allow people to open accounts? Like, what do you mean? No email, yeah. I think, no email, I think I'm trying to build custom audience. So no email custom address and, and uh, email address. Oh, and, uh, okay. oh and custom audience. Okay, okay, same okay. thing, 50 conversion per seven days. So sometimes there's no way I can reach 750 conversion. Also a headache for me. So I have no choice I to use traffic for Facebook ads. Uh. Okay, okay. Uh, so you're so going there towards are challenges that... uh. custom audience uh, on, on, on mm, TikTok. Custom audience cannot put email address and uh, phone number for TikTok. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. That's interesting. And we are gonna get a TikTok uh uh speaker soon. Mm. So uh just watch the channel coming soon this month. Right, right, right. TikTok guy. TikTok TikTok wow okay right. last last few weeks we had uh, mark talking about TikTok, yes. and then uh coming soon we're gonna have another guy talking about TikTok. awesome you know okay different so, yeah i mean watch watch this 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 channel basically we're gonna watch. have some interesting uh guesses coming up you know line up in in, in the coming weeks and it's yeah. gonna be very interesting watch this but, space man watch this space yeah watch mm -hmm. this space so um yeah right. today, what are we to talk about I want to kick off the discussion about uh, marketing in Web3. You see, but what do you guys understand about Web3? Any one of you? There's Web3. a W and 3. W and 3, right? So it's the Web3. Yeah. So it's in fact, right? People argue this is the next uh, era of internet. All right. I mean, Tell probably me just revisit a little bit. Like. Web1 was where, you know, internet was born and uh, everybody was kind of like, it was kind of like a wild, wild west. Yes. So it was the time where those people who can build website those people who knows how to play seo game can really make a lot of money because they no actually that's web 2.0 it was that no that's that's so-called web 1.0 entering to into web 2.0 web 2.0 was really the time where you know social networks started to become the centralized power of the internet you sure that was not my understanding i, I thought web 1.0 you can start a lot of was a lot if you know how to game this yeah. thing right you know yeah. you can you can you can win the game 2.0 mm -hmm. where you do and do penguin and uh, penguin and panda i don't know right. about all these one animals the context like, and one is the <laughs> right i can't remember which one I, I read this before okay fine so what what about what 3.0 Tell us. Web 3.0 is, is, is the new era where, I mean, it's still forming. I would say a lot of people say that, oh, wow, we are entering Web 3.0. But in fact, at this point of my, at this point of time, I'm still seeing a lot of things about Web 2.0, mm -hmm. which is, you know, Facebook is still in power yeah. and uh, all these social media or so-called the centralized internet power are still in control of a lot of things. Yep. All right. So basically, you still need to run ads on Facebook in order to gain exposure. You still need to do something that Google allows in order to do your SEO things and all this kind of stuff. But what people are saying when we enter Web 3.0, okay, uh, it's, it's really the time where users are getting back the power, as in like user will take control over the internet. And it's the era of decentralization. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a decentralization. User, yeah. User you know, more, like, more power, right? Correct. Over their correct. data. I mean, the, the earlier stage of Web 3, I mean, the forming of Web 3 was really about the cryptocurrency and the blockchain. Mm -hmm. yes. It's a decentralization of, you know, stripping away all these procedures and the bureaucracies in terms of like the control over the currency. So it's really the free market okay. that the users would have the power to really kind of like in control. You can really do a lot of things or however you want it. And anonymity kind of thing. And uh, basically, in a way, it's about decentralization. Okay. 
So that's 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 that portion are part of it. Of that's the initial stage of three point oh, like the initial stage. Okay, initial stage. So what is happening now is we are also observing that NFT is becoming a thing in a way. Mm -hmm. But in a way, a lot of us still don't understand NFT, right? Not really. Yeah, but I have done some research about NFT. Like I I probably would have a little bit of different idea about NFT, which I'm I want to share about this as well. Do share, forward. do share. Yeah. So NFT, uh, crypto, blockchain, these are all the so-called, in a way, um, the guiding milestones are so-called whatever people are looking at as the you know the the so-called the, 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 the forming components of Web3. Okay. Okay, so it's about decentralization, it's about you know uh, get a user gaining back power and all that. But what I really want to talk about is marketing in Web3. Okay. So in my opinion, marketing in Web3 requires a different um, mindset for businesses to look at digital. That's why when I say marketing in Web3, you realize when I set the topic, right? I didn't say digital marketing in Web3. Mm. I yeah, said marketing in Web3. Right. Okay, because in my opinion, moving forward, right? The line between digital marketing and conventional marketing will become blurrer. Mm. And uh, as, as users are more accustomed to digital part of life and all that, right? Because of the pandemic and a lot of people, a lot of us are kind of like gotten used to buy things online, interact with people online and all that. And now also we know that in a way we also realize uh, the importance of our own privacy and all this kind of stuff. Mm. So I'll say it's also a time where uh, marketing will be different. So I would say marketing in Web3 will be majority of things are happening on digital side. But then again, I would say marketing will become one again. It's not really about which platform you're in. It's about how to do things eventually. How do you lead your audience? But uh, in a way, newspaper and TVC will still be around, right? Uh, I'm not saying that it won't, it won't be around. Uh. I'm not touching that part of things. Mm. But, but eventually, I would say marketing in Web3 requires... What I'm actually trying to bring up here is I think marketing in Web3 requires a different mindset. You see, okay. let me try to elaborate because this is really something that I, I started to, you know, it's kind of like whatever in my head that it started forming in, in the last couple of weeks. So like I have been like, I've been doing a lot of experiment as you can mm. see, you know, I do a lot of experiments for my YouTube channel, for my podcast and all that. Yeah. And I start to see when I start to read a lot more about web three or the future of marketing per se, um, one very important element, I mean, I'm not saying that advertising is going to go away or any so-called marketing technique is going to be like very much different, but it's, re it's really starting from the user themselves. Okay. And let me give you an example. Okay. I just had a discussion with my client today. They do lead generation. They are a property developer. Right. So the question they asked me is, Jason, my, our main audience uh, are those people who are more mature. You know, yeah, we're looking at people who are at least 35 up to 50 over, you know, right. 30 over to 50 to even 60 over. So these go of people, right? They don't really hang out that much on social media. Very true. According to, according to what she said, she was just saying, they don't hang out a lot on social media. But then again, right, based on our database, based on our data or whatever information that we have on hand, right? Mm. Um, I would say she was telling me 70% of the leads are coming from those younger generation, but these are the people who can really can't afford. Mm, and okay. uh, the 20% of leads that came in make up to about 60 to 70% of the sales that they are making. Which means it's like the older generation, it's like 35 and older. You know? What channel are they, are they reaching? Facebook, Facebook. They're, they're talking about digital marketing per, uh, perspective. You know, they're talking about the leads that they are generating on Facebook because that's what I do. That's what I kind of like coaching. So they're them. saying that this ideal audience of them, of based on their research, their ideal audience do not hang out on social media. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. But they are running ads on social media. They are getting leads from them. But okay, now let's say 100 leads, 70% mm. are among those younger generations. Obviously. Okay. And 30% uh, are among those, you know, older generation, maybe 30 over, 40 over up to, you know, 60 plus. What so, are they doing with traditional media? Uh, they are also doing whatever billboard and all that. Lah. But I see. We, we can't do a lot of tracking on that side because to be frank, uh, yeah. Facebook advertising is where you have all the data. So we are looking at all the data that we have over here on the Facebook advertising okay. side. So Understood. he's asking, 
she's asking now how can we first get more leads among these qualified people who are really buying properties from us hmm. okay so and how can we first thing first to get more leads from these people and how can we find them as in like i mean it's really about the same question how I to asked. reach them how to reach them how to yeah. how to bring them back and all that so yeah. um here's what i think hmm. eventually this will also start to apply to those who are early 30s or even early 20s because these are even more native digital or so-called digital natives yes so eventually what i'm actually trying to say here is this now i think it is not about this older generation or so-called I, I feel weird like, because I fall after this group of people it's like 30 over plus I start to be part of this older generation but anyway that's what she was saying um it's not that we don't hang out on social media it's not mm. that this young this 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 so-called matured or more ready Maybe or more boomers qualified or this or you yeah. call them boomers or whatnot like. yeah it's not that they don't hang out on social media it's that it's just that they are not they are more sensitive about giving away information or committing into anything online yes possible online, online. that's true they will consume okay. the content but yes. they may not interact or engage with the content on, on social but how media. do what is the process right now when mm. you see a information or when you see a piece of advertisement mm. okay how would people react right now like let's say for example uh we are all savvy internet users we have been seeing advertisement for the longest time so we know that what is an ad what is not an ad yep. so when we see an ad right mm. we most we are very not likely we are we are very unlikely to take action on the ad itself well unless the ad is relevant unless it's ad is relevant even if the ad is relevant what i might do is i probably will look it look, look them up on google first okay you know what i mean yeah. And I need a few rounds of uh, persuasion then before you take action. I will look that up on Google first because I don't know. First thing first, you just imagine if this is mm. a, let's say, just imagine uh, if I am the guy who is running ads, I'm running ads for my free workshop. Mm. Okay. If I'm running ad to the, to the, to the, to the, to the so-called the co-audience, uh, I'm most likely targeting people who don't even know about me and never heard about me. Yes. So when these people first come into my universe, they first see my advertisement, right? They probably won't sign up as my lead right away because they will click they open my landing page the next step they will do is they'll probably just google out who the hell is jason then very true you know and then uh they'll do some background check they yes, will start course. doing all these things because yes. this is the era i mean i would say if there is anything happening in the past two years uh, when the pandemic hit us until now up to what we are right now uh i would say uh consumers become smarter very true yes and this will only continues to get more and more differently moving forward consumers will always get smarter and smarter yes more and more people are more familiar with advertising and they know this is an advertisement and they know that they are they've probably been trapped or been been caught or been whatever in just different situation in the past so they are mm. more aware about this thing and they are mm. also more aware about their privacy policy i mean as like you know i don't want to simply give away something just like that very true so my question to a lot of advertisers is what are you doing to make people build the trust in their head about you okay uh just want to add uh you yeah. mentioned the searching part uh, i think many years ago they google had actually coined this word called zero moment of truth yep people actually do their reading up so how do you gain trust i think the typical way of what we're doing right now is multiple touch point you even email dripping also the same thing right i said you maybe you talk about introduction you have a limited promotion scarcity and in, in terms of uh, whatever so different yeah. angle maybe yeah. even festival occasion multiple angle to try to guess and communicate and, and and see whether which one will they bite that's the typical drip uh, that people will do uh. so gain trust yeah we have to arrange a one-on-one -on -one, face to face i mean that's that's ultimately already kind of like that's further down the funnel already yeah. Yeah. further down yeah. the funnel already i'm just saying that when people yeah i'm just saying that like what you say that that's what zero moment of truth huh? zero moment of truth the zero yes. moment of truth it's part of that you know so what i'm actually asking here is i'm asking all businesses who are running ads on facebook 
mm. or whoever who is actually actively doing advertising on any platform or digital platform or even conventional platform is when you're running advertisement, mm. okay, you know for a fact that people are getting smarter and smarter. They probably won't get in touch with you right away. But what do you have to make people understand more about you? It's about building an enhanced customer journey. Mm -hmm. So if there's anything about Web 3.0, okay, I think marketers needs to do a little bit more thinking about how can we build a journey to allow audience find out more about us. Mm. You see, one thing, if you turn it around, right, this really happened to my business a lot of times. This really happened to my business where there are people who actually saw my ad and eventually they probably sign up as my lead. Mm. But then again, before they attend my workshop, right, they have already watched my YouTube videos mm. and they have already probably listened to some of my podcast episodes mm. okay when they come to my workshop the closing rate becomes so much higher remember one thing that we always talk about you know when it comes to marketing or when it comes to selling we don't really sell because the best selling happens in the customer's head you mean they sell themselves they sell themselves very true no actually you you we are already witnessing this this trend, you know, back in my days when we do advertising, it's always about push advertising. It's always about, you know, hard selling, either physical or, or when you run ads, right? And you notice now, even let's say, for example, a simple thing like buying a car. Mm. 10, 15 years ago, you rely on the salesperson yep. to give you information. Uh, you look at the brochures and, 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 and it depends on the trust you have with a salesperson, right? Yeah. And you, you may decide to buy. Fast forward now, the moment a customer, a prospect walks into a showroom, they probably know 90% of the information more than a salesperson. They have done their research. They have went to blogs about other people's reviews. They have went to forums to look at the users or current users and all the issues about it. I mean, you look at some, there's a German brand, there's an issue with the, with the gearbox. These users, uh, these prospects, when they come in, they already know the issue with the gearbox. Yeah. They are asking the, the salespeople very, very tough questions. Dry, yeah. wet, and what's the issue of the temperature and all the oil change and all this stuff. Now, what will happen as you take forward to Web3 Privacy is one because now the users can create avatars. Yep. No longer Jason Gunn, Jason Gunn email, I can recognize you and all the things because I may be able to create avatars because, you know, with blockchain and all the things. Which means in terms of marketing, the way I look at it is, it is more experiential. Yep. The, the, the advertisers or so-called product owners have to put in a lot of content, like what you say, put it out and create that kind of journey and experience that they themselves will go through to the point they say, I like this, I enjoy this, and, and I am ready to buy. As opposed to buy now, start running campaigns, you know, all those funnel stuff and all those things doesn't work because they would decide as and when they buy. And our, our job as a digital advertisers or advertisers or marketing is to try to, to basically put the message as close to what they're thinking in their mind. Correct. And to leave breadcrumbs for these people to find us, for the customers to find yes. out more about us. Yes. You gotta make it available. You gotta be available or at least your content or your information available that they are able to find in based on their time, based on their, their platform of choice, and uh, based on their their mode of consuming the content. Yeah. Are we Actually, are we right. able to put this structure this into storytelling? Uh, as in no, it's all entire experience. In a way, right? I mean, when people talk about this kind of experiential thing, like also mm. called, you know, uh, building a customer journey, mm. a lot of people talk about omni-channel. Now, but of course, we know that omni-channel is impossible. It we can't not... possibly be all on all channel, and we we can't possibly do well on all channel that we come we can rank so high that people can find us on the first page of on, on, on Google. I think so. I guess we need to pick the right platforms. No, for us, maybe because we don't have that kind of budget. But for main advertisers or the so-called big advertisers, they will have no choice but to go omni-channel. 
Uh, but another thing that I would probably point out, because today is the same experience that I had in the morning with, together with my coaching client. Hmm. They are major brand. They are major brand. One of Correct. the biggest in, the, in, in Malaysia. Correct. So, you know, what, what, what they are doing here is they are launching a new project. Yes. So when they run ads about this project, right, I was asking them, what will people do next? Hmm. Especially for those people among our age, right, probably they will, I, I wouldn't submit the lead right away. Correct. I probably will go Google about this project and find out more about you. Yes. So there's one yes, your video is there, but we all know that, the, I mean, it's not, not the video, your website is there. I yes. probably go to the website, probably not. Then eventually we look further down on the, on the so-called the search results. We start seeing some videos, but those yes. videos are not by them. Okay. It's other people putting up videos about the brand. Then mm. I ask them, you know, if you are a person who are interested about this product, would you watch this video? I'm oh, talking yes. about the comparison of content, you know, over here. Right. Okay. A website is a website. Everybody knows about a website. I know this is really yours, but yes. I would like to see about videos because people know that now you can do so many things. If you want mm. to educate me about your product or your project, right? You should give me richer content, isn't it? Yes. I probably start looking at a video. Then my question here is if I'm looking at video that is not yours, do you think I will end up probably become your, your lead or the, or the other people's lead? Maybe it's the uh, people who you are watching influencers video who recommend. Influencers video. It's an agency's video doing this, talking about the same project. Uh, so if a person who is like, like, let's say if I'm interested in the project, right, I probably yeah. end up asking about mm -hmm. your project mm. to the agency that would not mm. go directly to you. Then you lose the lead. And you talk about this is a high quality lead. But they still get the project work. I mean, it may be taken out of their control because it's dependent on how the agency or the real estate representative is going to drive them. They can send them to property A, they can send them to property B. This is you talk about property. Now yeah. let's take another context. For example, if you're selling on Shopee or you're, you have an e-commerce website, yep. you're selling certain product. Let's say, for yeah. example, I'm now looking for a mic. I'm, okay. I'm not sure whether I want to get a, a, you know, kind of like a podcast mic or not. Lah. I'm still right. thinking about it because this is okay but somehow some people say it's not good enough not so anyway cool, uh, not so cool uh, thinking about it uh, i'm yeah. thinking about it because i've been doing using this for two years i'm fine with it but nonetheless if you just think about this uh, if i am looking for this product right and if you sell this product you run ads yes i come across your advertisement correct and i go and google about it and i find somebody else uh, yes. i see videos from somebody else and all yep. that and eventually yep. i might end up buying from someone else yes but, but it's buying your product that, Ah, that's only if you are the brand owner. What if you are just a person who is selling? What if you are just an agent? What if you are just a retailer? What if you are just a ah, wholesaler? Correct. I mean, that's the problem. We are all looking at a brand perspective. What if you are not a brand owner? Correct. So if you look at what is happening with real estate, like you mentioned, those days, real estate agents, basically what they do, they wait for people to call. They put their name out and say, hey, what, what property you want now? What are you looking for? You're looking to buy, to rent, to invest, and whatever it is. Where you want to where you want to stay and all those things. And then they will have this inventory or so-called connection inventory of, of, of properties. And they will take you through, like, you know, basically like a tour guide, like, oh, this is this, this is this, and that's for oh, which one you want. That's for it. But that will not cut it now because that's why you notice the real estate agents, they, they are now content producers. Now you not have, all of them, not all of not them. Not all of them, but it's the big ones or so-called the good ones, they are moving towards that where they actually do instead of they, they do a walkthrough. They run videos, they talk about comparison and all those things. The idea is the more content you put you put up, the more value you put up, people yeah, would trust them and say, Hey, I think this guy knows a little bit of a bit of yep. this area and all those things. And I've seen him talk, I seem to like this guy or this girl and all those things. Okay, let's let's talk to her because now you can compare personalities. All right. Correct. Right? Correct. So Correct. anybody who is watching this show, for example, automatically, if you've been with us for 82, uh, 82 episodes, you will know, you sort of know who is Jason, how he reacts, how he talks, what he likes, he doesn't like. About me, same thing. And about Manfred, right? You have an idea. And if you meet us on the street, that is the perception that when you, uh, when you approach us, when you talk to us, that's the perception. Jason could be this, Andrew is going to be like this, and that's it. Yep. So I think this is whatever you are saying that this is really what some what what a marketer should be doing right now in order to prepare yourself for the web 3.0. Hmm. Because it's about building a journey that people can start building their perception about you. Hmm. It's like they understand, they feel like they know you, they understand you already in a way. Hmm. And then eventually they they will either like 
your method or don't like your method and eventually they like your personality or don't yeah. and they will choose from there. Yeah. It is 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 not no longer the case of outselling each other. It's like every one of us now when we show up on web three or web two is to earn the right for the for the person who's reviewing to trust us. And We're fighting you want to say something. Yeah. Yeah. So are you saying that less push traffic and more pull traffic? Uh, is it more yeah. focused on SEO and SEM? No, not just SEO. No, Anything no, 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 else. No, no, no. Content that draws people to watch or, or consume, uh, it could come in many forms. I mean, those are just media also. Uh... Yeah. You could be you could be paid, but end of the day, you paid, and the person is going to judge you based on whatever content you put up. Yeah. In other words, right? In my opinion, this is just pure my own opinion. I think every brand owner or coach or any service provider or any person who is in business right now, you should consider putting yourself up as your key opinion leader for your brand. I think so. so the CEO must come out. I'm not saying that the CEO must come out. If the CEO can come out, it will be the best case scenario. But at least if we the need CEO to don't come out, who can come out? Uh? You pick it's someone. Okay. You yeah. cannot someone assign someone uh, but... for a brand. Uh? If I would like, say the best would be the person behind the brand to come out. Like we like smaller brand, you have Jason Gunn, Andrew. You know, bigger brand, you have Elon Musk. Hmm. You there know, you or even Neil Patel. Yeah. Neil Patel is so much out there, I tell you. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of big brands or so-called, like let's say even uh what the LinkedIn guy, Jeff Hoffman. What? I don't know what's Current the name racing. already. Yeah. yeah. He's also having his own podcast and he's out there. Yeah. Okay. Bezos is in a way out there, although he doesn't really talk much, but he's a brand already as, as himself. Mm. I'll say they, they should consider doing that. Yeah. They, they, I mean, even, even you look at the, the, the days of Apple and Steve Jobs. Yeah. You know, obviously he doesn't do podcasts and all those things, but the fact that he appears into very strategic media outlets, uh, he shows up and people know Steve Jobs is Apple, Apple is Steve Jobs, right? You look at, uh, uh, okay, I always had this problem pronouncing his name. Warren Buffett. Warren, Warren Buffett. Buffett. <laughs> so Warren Buffett, world richest man. Does he need to hustle yeah. like us? No. But Listen. he shows up for his annual meetings. He shows he up does. for very critical interviews. Uh, and he shows up where his opinion is needed. And, and he could just hide behind and say, I'm the owner of all these companies of Coca-Cola and all. I let my CEOs talk about it. As far as Berkshire Hathaway is concerned, you know, you look at my stock price, you don't have to talk to me. But why does he write his annual reports? Why does he show up for his shareholders meeting? Consistency. Oh. Is this just compliance? Or Berkshire Hathaway is tied to these two gentlemen, he and his partner. Maybe if you realize, I mean, I, I totally agree. You're right, you know, uh, Andrew, you, you got everything correct. That's exactly what we should be looking at. But some people, but, but most of us are operating at a smaller scale. Then we probably want to pull ourselves down from, you know, definitely yeah. uh, Buffet, but Buffet, Buffet, Buffet. <laughs> you know, Steve Jobs, you know, like Elon Musk and all that. But if, if you are running a business, let's say in the, in the, in the, in the you know, like Malaysia level. Yeah. I would say every company would have their own so-called philosophy and uh, you have something that you, st you stand up for. Yeah. So basically, I think making it heard by the audience also mm. makes people understand about your company and right. eventually make people choose you. I mean, I would, you, sorry, yeah. if, if you look at it at a very minute level, I mean, mm. for us, we are, we, are, we, are, we are not that le that level. If Look at a very minute level, the Chakwetel seller, for example. Imagine there's one Chakwetel seller who only cooked his stuff, but he's always behind the kitchen. You never see the guy. You, his kwetel is good and all these things, fine. The other guy has equally good quality chakwetel, but he's upfront, he talks to you, uh, he, he communicates with you. Now my question is, end of the day, comparing, assuming the food quality is equally the same, which one would you have more, uh, more, what do you call that, possibility of buying from? Yeah. That's it. The one, yeah, the one that you feel you know. Yeah. Been contacting with her. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's like that. I, I mean, it, it goes back to our earlier uh, uh, so-called, uh, I wouldn't say it's a conclusion, but one part of it, we say that, in fact, I do believe customers sell to themselves in their head. Yeah, you know, this, is how, this is how decision is made. It's in their head. 
So the, the, the best scenario would be the moment a person comes to you, they already want to buy from you. They feel they know you. They, they do, you know. And that's yeah. something that I wanted to share with all of you about my recent experience as well. But before that, let's take a look about some comments over here. Yeah, they were, right. Well, welcome to I forgot to look at this. Like we have Edra from uh, on eleven. Edra eleven. What? That's a nice. Yeah, Edra eleven. What's up, Edra? And um, Bob is saying, late. yeah, Bob is saying interesting personal brand versus corporate brand. And the Coca Cola has no personal brand and uh, lasted for the past century. If if our look die, uh, I think it's a different scenario. Like no, I say, you feel I don't a look personal at attachment to Coca Cola. Our level right now, yeah. but no, even 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 you look at it, uh, Coca Cola and Pepsi, it is yes, it's a brand. It's not a human being, mm. but there are certain experiences that will drive you towards either Coca Cola or Pepsi. Yep, right. Uh, and and those brands already have their own personality and you look at the ads and all those things there's a personality they've already developed the personality around over the, the century you know yeah it's been around for many many years correct mercedes-benz yeah. ferrari each one has its own personality when you sit on a ferrari car you feel different yeah you probably again, feel like I... an f1 driver or whatever right. it is yeah but then again, I also want to pull back. We're not looking at the Coca-Cola level. We're looking at our level. If we are building a brand right now, if you are running a company right now, mm. okay, we are not yet Coca-Cola. We are not yet Elon of course, Musk. Of course. You know, we're not there. But what can we do? You just have to imagine when you run ads or when you go out there, let's say, for example, if we start posting something about, you know, something on LinkedIn, for example, if, 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 if Bot talks about that, mm. you know, uh, I might look at your LinkedIn and all that. I like it. But when I go out from LinkedIn and start finding out more about you, you got to what, be there as well. Uh, what do you have available? I mean, that's yeah. something that I've been asking myself. That's something I've been asking my client. Right. That's the question that I ask my client. Let's say, let's go to Google your, your product and see how it goes. Yes. So aside from the first, of course, your website, because the moment you search for the branded keyword is the website, right? Yep. And then after that, other than that, what else do you have? That right. is the important part. You know? Correct. You see, in, in, in the web 3.0, a few elements that we probably want to take into consideration, which is first thing first, the consumer becomes smarter. So you need to path a way as in like you need to build a journey for customers to find out more about you mm. because the process, the selling process will be they will sell in their head by finding out more about you, building a personality of you yep. in their head and start buying from you. Yep. You know, it's, it's, that's one thing. And then second thing is moving forward, right? Um, you know, it's also very important for you to quickly close the gap of the rule of seven. The rule of seven is a person needs to, I mean, it's seven touch, points, seven touch points. To, now it's more, right? Apparently it's, it's actually 14 really. or 21. So right. if you think about this kind of number, 21, 14, 21 and all that, right? right. How do you shorten the gap? 64, I think. No, yeah, I, I don't mean, care. La. Irrespective whether it's seven or 21, it's yeah. not about the time. It's, it's about, not about the time. It's about how, what can you do to make people feel right. that they, are, they know you faster? Yeah. I think the key word is like, how did they, how do they, how do you make people know you faster? They at least make them feel that they know you. They faster. form an opinion about you within Correct. a day. Okay. Correct. All right. So I think coming back to our level of businesses, I would say anyone who's probably starting out or even you have a business and moving forward, if you want to compete, what I'm actually trying to put up here is advertising is no longer important or no longer sufficient. Oh yes, of course. Advertising is no longer sufficient. It's about how you build around the brand that makes people, you know, really like form the opinion about you. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. But so thanks, you, Bob. You know, this is a very good. So you, you need know. to do multiple areas, uh, your organic, your various social media platform. You see any touch point can you can touch your email, marketing you automation. See, yeah. Same thing. I mean, recently I, I just, uh, I, uh, Gordon Ramsay. Okay. Uh -huh. And uh, I stumbled upon his uh, Uncharted uh, series. And it just I got me thinking and I started to research this guy. The number of TV shows that he has is crazy. You've got Hell's Kitchen, he's got Uncharted, he has his uh, MasterChef in different countries. Yeah. In US, UK, and, and, and I think there's one in Australia. And he is constantly uh, in the public eyes. And he runs like, what, 40, 30, 40 restaurants under his name. 
that is touch points. Touch points. You're right. And does it? You know, there's a restaurant in even in Malaysia. I think there's a Gordon Ramsay in Sunway. Um, I heard of it. I'm not yes. sure. Yeah. He doesn't cook for you guys, anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Right. But he through his. TV uh, appearances or to his TV shows and all those things, you sort of like form an idea of his higher standards, and his temper, obviously, and his f bombs and all those stuff. You you now know this is Gordon Ramsay, right? Mm. He's a tough guy and all those things, uh, and that translates into his restaurant. Than yeah, Lever, right? correct. <laughs> so when you go to his restaurant, you know that there's a certain level expected from him. He may not be there. He may not even freaking cook the stuff, but his yeah. signature is there. That those are touch points. Yep. Yep. So if you look at the whole thing, right? Okay. Let me ex- let me share with you my recent experience. Okay. Uh, I've been building something behind the scene, and finally, recently, I start to put things together. Oh, nice. So now people knows that I have first. I have a Tribe Academy Jason Dan YouTube channel that talks about Facebook advertising. All right. I also have a podcast. Which is now we hit just hit episode twenty eight. Okay, in in, in, in in two months time, I will be hitting hundred. You guys move fast, man. I I, I yes, I move really I fast. That. Episode twenty eight. Right now, I do one episode a day, sometimes two. All right. Okay, so that's what I do, and uh, I also connected my universe to my gardening channel, which okay. is my Chinese gardening channel that I talk about my gardening. Okay, and I just also I also connected my audience to my module podcast. <laughs> okay, these are all my touch points, huh? Let me tell you what happened. Yeah, there was a guy who came to me and said he was so excited because he was also into gardening. All right. So when he come to my one on one call, we talk about gardening, mm-hmm. not much about Facebook advertising, but I closed the deal. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there was gardening another guy. I mean, yeah. He knows how good I am in when it comes to Facebook advertising, but he likes me because he's also into gardening. Makes a lot of difference. I mean, that's normal. Even physical sales is like that, one, right? Correct, correct. People so, choose same product, and between you and me, it's like, oh, I like talking well, to Jason. Normally, this people choose the same like, So if you are yeah. from the same school, people normally will choose you. That's that's human behavior. That's expected. Yeah, never right? change. But if you don't surface yourself, now I'm talking about giving yourself, yourself a lot more touch points. Correct. Helping your audience connect, and I mean, they thought they know you. We must push out our personality. That's the only way. I I I think so. I would think so. So mm-hmm. let me continue with some story. Let me continue with some story. Another guy yeah. came over. Okay, he said, "Wow, I listened to your podcast in Cantonese." So we started talking in Cantonese. Right. You know, we started cursing and all that. I closed the deal. You're amazing, man. <laughs> Okay, and then there was a guy who came over to my call. People they like uh It's just you. You get what I mean, uh? Yes, yes, yes. This is the beauty, of, and I only started like my multi podcast only two episodes, and my gardening yeah. video I actually update once a month. Uh, I'm that lazy nowadays. Yeah, I don't have time for that, uh. And yeah. my podcast I do a little bit more. And I tell you, almost all the people who came to my call they listen to my podcast, and we got some topics to talk about. And Not my, bad, close, huh? my closing rate increased. Wow! There you go, guys. Time to follow what Jason does. Hey, but no, actually, I, if you look, I'm at really it, excited to share this. Like, from, I think that's why. Yeah. That's why, yeah. From uh, from uh, you know, friends, we kind of tolerate our friends' kind of weird behavior. What? Okay. Like friends among friends, uh, ah. when we're among friends, we kind of tolerate. You know, each of us are kind of unique on our own ways. We we kind of tolerate our the friends' behavior, <laughs> or they will tolerate us as well, right? <laughs> Same thing, what you know. Uh, if you in your case, for example, the fact that they've listened you listen to you through your podcast or watch your video and all things, they felt like you're their friend. Yes, so much. Right. So Obviously, much. you have to go through that quality test, but they know already. Now, between you and another Facebook equally good Facebook guy. They will they will veer to you because they've kind of like felt part of your world. Yeah. Okay. So you can curse for whatever you want. Well, yeah. I mean, I still like I don't you. Do it That's it. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, do it sometimes. You know. But it's me. You know. I'm just I'm just showing or surfacing my personalities on different channels. But yeah. when when they when they start connecting things like what you said about Gordon Ramsay, that people start connecting. Oh, they have this restaurant here. 
this one in the sunway and all this kind of thing yes. and they watch their video they watch their show and all that eventually people build impressions about me very quickly there was a guy who came to me and said that jason why you know and i and then he i mean in the court he was like this you know i'm now here in thailand in whatever like don't know a name that i never heard of and i say oh i've never heard of it and only i only went to uh, uh phuket and a few other places in thailand right. and he asked me oh wow i listened to your podcast i thought you travel or you're well traveled you travel all around asia i said like, which part of my podcast i talk about that shit and seriously i have no idea Okay, and I've been hearing this recently. Okay, <laughs> better, we better start checking whether there's another Jason Gunn out there. I don't know. <laughs> so when they, but but it's beautiful because people when they come to me, they feel like they are we are friends, okay. and we are friends. It's a lot easier. We don't need to go through those kind of like, uh, hi, I'm Jason. You know, yeah. I do this. And yeah. Here are my credentials. Yeah. Here are my what? Yeah. I've 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 look at my testimonials and all those crap. Yeah. You know. Okay. Oh, that'd be nice. Oh, it that happens. Yes, nice. seriously. That'd Only nice. reason weeks because I started my podcast. I started connecting my all these things together. Yes. You know. Yeah. So why you want to know about my gardening channel? I don't want to yes. tell you. <laughs> start with the motive first, Chiu. Start with motive. Uh, first. Start with motive first. Ah, motive. Motive is good. Motive is good. You know, yeah. motive is quite interesting. Yeah, hustling man. No time for gardening. Only only orang atas like Jason Garden only ma. You and I we gonna we gonna we gonna fight for fight for survival leh. Why no time to garden? No, I also no time to do gardening lately. I mean, like a few of my plants die anyway. But hey, Bob okay. has a question. Bob Bob has one. Bob yes, has one. Bob has a question. Okay. Ah, NFT right? Okay. All right. Ah, Let's go okay. There. I have some, I Let's have some, there. I have some different perspective about NFT. Okay. okay. Tell us. Now, what do you know about it? What do you, what do you, what do you think of NFT? What do you understand about NFT? Come on, guys, chip in. What is NFT? What is non-fungible token or cannot be changed or cannot be changed. Wherever, right? yours, uh, right? The data is spread decentralized to wherever there's, it's almost impossible. It's impossible to change the record. Mm-hmm. Huh? You own it, lah. In a way, when you buy, you own it, lah. So if just celebrity endorse an NFT, then of course it helps the NFT to to soar, lah. But a lot of people don't understand what is NFT. I don't. NFT is decentralization. It's the start of you owning part of the internet. That's the web three, lah. So That's when I when I purchase something already, the NFT, can I sell it away to another person? You can. You, you can. can. You can. So then the, the record will be under his name now. Correct. And it's yeah. under his name. Now let me let me let me probably share with you a little bit more about what I know about NFT. Hmm. Now a lot of people know about NFT is like oh those like icons, la, some emojis, la, some Correct. weird graphics that people buy and trade. Assets, la, digital assets, yeah. So-called digital assets, la, but hmm. it seems like there is no meaning behind it. Why are people buying this, right? It's speculative. Okay. It's speculative, my my right? thing is speculative. Yeah, I thought so. I thought so. Then I started to look at more NFT projects. Okay. And I've come across one NFT project which is selling the copyright or the ownership of the music that they are producing. All right. So, which means uh, uh, instead of buying album, you can buy the ownership of that piece of music and in the future, you earn the royalties. Faster la, and easier. La. In a way, faster and easier, I don't know. But you now own that piece of music instead of it's owned by the record or the album or the whatever company mm. you know you own that piece of music isn't that similar to crowdsourcing in a way but it's crowdsourcing or is crowdfunding just similar i think i i think that right? I, I would fractional, like to... it's fractional ownership correct it's fractional ownership and uh, the beauty about this is you you moving forward like now Twitter now allow you to put like a hexagon thing to tell you, tell people in the world that you own this piece of uh, so-called NFT yes, or something like that. That's yep. already happening on Twitter. And I believe uh, Facebook and all other places will follow suit one day. Right. So that is part of like what you say, this could be your, you can use this as your icon yeah. and say this is you. Yeah. You know, now another example that I want to share with you about NFT is I have, I, I watch um, an expert hmm. or so-called an expert they sell uh, unique seats to his inner community. Unique seats, okay. And let's say I have a hundred, I call this my, let's say Jason's elite circle. All right. 
okay so what i'm promising here is you know every year you get to access to me for x number of hours mm. and i'll be throwing what like let's say offline events and all this kind of stuff mm. so you buy this into this so Isn't when you membership? buy it's in a way membership but if you look at the earlier stage of whatever we understand about membership is you need to pay renewal oh yes but now you buy this ownership you buy a piece of jason dunn's future ah when i grow when i become more popular when i become more you know like international yeah. in the future right. whatever that you're buying right now will definitely increase in value you can trade yep you can okay. rent yep which which brings to mind a teacher of mine uh he likened nft to real estate because there are two components mm, mm. one is the obviously you own the fraction of real estate like supposedly yep. that did you like said but there's a the other component that's the potential for capital gains so similar in your case for example let's say you sell a part of your digital rights to jason gun i am buying for the dividends or whatever stuff that you produce eventually right you're going to put a certain amount so th those are those are so-called dividend incomes but one what happens in the next three years or so jason gun becomes the number one marketing guy in the world your value that's the capital gain because yeah. i own this i can now basically say hey jason gun has just hit 100 million in sales this year you know next year he's projected to hit 200 million my so-called fractional ownership of you has that value much just like buying a share like. which is possible you know because i i think nobody say you can't tie a percentage of your revenue or your income or your earning to the part of the entity which they can get some dividend out of it. I think it's totally possible. Yeah. But I think Bob has a very interesting uh, sharing over here. Is he said, um, you know, the interesting part of uh, NFT is the utility. Gary V's NFT is access to the beacon, which is a physical event. Mm. That's the normal way of doing this. But what other people are doing? Yes, you're right, Bob. I think that's one way of doing it. So yeah. another way of doing it is I've seen some artists selling his future as well. So you, if you imagine, right, you sell one pieces, 1,000 pieces of these NFTs and you are, you'll be only selling to, of course, people who are interested in you, correct? So when you sell these to 1,000 people who are really believing in your future, these 1,000 people will become your evangelists. They are your they investors? Your number one fans, they, they are your investors, they will go rah-rah because they, they only have one, yeah. they only have one vision, they only you have one one thing they want from you which is for you to become fucking successful you 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 fly uh, you fucking fly then they you fucking fly and they earn uh. right so that's the Absolutely. whole idea Absolutely. so when this thing happen if you look at this the possibility is quite interesting that's why mm. i say i want to relate this to my case is which is i don't know man one day i might sell my nft but the key about this thing is you don't start an nft or you don't do something like that before you have a community so all these come back to your own it's about yeah. your community gary v can do that because it's gary v just imagine jason can go do it it's gonna be like flop confirm sure flop <laughs> okay la, three of us la. we will we'll become your community Jesus <laughs> price will do very well in nft yeah, yeah. and then <laughs> if ty doesn't become a community i'll i'll freaking ban him la. yeah man wait wait what's happening <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, i think ty is saying you're already listening what the hell are you listening no, you listen halfway cannot accept jason speaking the in the language oh maybe maybe motive la. uh motive motive he's talking okay, about motive. maybe motive, motive okay 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 i speak hey, it's a bubble it sounds to me it felt like a bubble to, felt, uh, to me also to me also but to me also but know, the more I, I, I understand i think the more i believe this is really a moving block of the future of i mean the the, the web tree yeah if you, uh, so it's it worth keeping an eye on to me it's, it's worth keeping an eye on so if you look at it right nft is actually if you do it right it can be a marketing element for your business it is it's part uh, of like allowing it's it's also decentralization it's also about you know allowing your owners or so-called your your fans to own a part of you yes adidas is yeah. doing it gucci i think yeah. was doing it already the some of the major brands also called the exclusive brands are doing it yeah i think i think there's a way of a, a level different level of community now because there is a f potential financial gain as opposed to an emotional gain yep yep and uh, bob is saying because nft is tied to blockchain it will appreciate definitely it will appreciate 
and it will definitely appreciate or probably depreciate lah, depending on the whatever outcome that is happening right depending now. Depending on the bitcoins or, or ether or whatever coins they use lah. Now it's yeah, e I mean, Ethereum. I think for NFT, usually it's Ethereum. Ethereum. For NFT, it's okay. Ethereum. Yeah. Right. So and that's three components. Well. The currency itself can go up and down. So if yeah. you're like what, 0.2 ETH, I don't know how to call it, 0.2 F, and all of a sudden that 0.2 F is worth like US $2,000 and in five years time it's worth like 50000 Wow, shit. So you have three layers of monetization. It's quite Holy interesting, crap. isn't it? If you look at it, it's quite interesting. Holy crap. It's quite interesting. Wow. And uh, Bob say, exciting NFTs have amazing Discord communities. I mean, that's really Discord. I started to get into Discord and I, I, I got drunk. I have no clue. But then again, I, I guess Discord is more for gamers. But I, I agree with you. It's, it's tokens. Uh, but if you take away from... Ideas, tokens, yeah, if we take away from all these other platforms, I guess for anyone who wants to build something, you got to have a very strong following that people will buy into you. Because I've seen so many people started an NFT, okay, and get cricket. If, if you're course, nobody, if you have no value, if you're yeah. only selling all these jibs and all that, why yeah. would I want to buy from you, man? Yeah. No, I mean, that falls back to our original earlier discussion of marketing, right? You want to create a community on your own so that it's easier and more, more seamless to sell rather than to a cold audience, ma. Yep. Wait, wait, uh, wait, come again, come again. Sorry, I was trying to organize the chat. Okay. What were you saying? No, I mean, even now, like marketing, you will sell to people who follow you and all the things who know you. Yeah. You will not, it, you can sell, but it's very difficult to sell to a core audience. Same thing. All so right. if you don't have a following or you don't have people who, who call, know, like, and trust you, how the hell are you going to push your NFTs? Correct. So that's why I would say if you are ready to push NFT, in fact, NFT is going to help you push further if you have a strong community because here's the connection. You run ads. Here's what I'm thinking right now for any brand out there. You probably want to think about this route. You run ads and you build all your other touch points. So when people see your ad, they will probably join you or not, but they will start finding more about you and eventually they will come in either through your YouTube, through your podcast and whatnot, bullshit lah. Mm. And they will already kind of like form an impression of you when they come to talk to you, they feel like your friend. Mm. So when you have accumulated enough uh, power or so-called momentum in your community, you can start launching NFT to actually, and NFT is going to help you accelerate your brand building as well. Why? Because when you accelerate or elevate, elevate this bunch of people who really, who are really your ankle fans or followers, they'll become your number one uh, evangelist because they, now they own a piece of you. Mm. You have a financial interest in your success. Yes, financial interest. They'll go out and blow so much more about you and eventually they, they are going to help you. If you have 1,000 evangelists out there blowing trumpet about you, then eventually, you know, it's yeah. if not times 1,000, probably yeah. times 200. Yeah. They have to you market your shares, right? otherwise how to, how to exit. Correct. <laughs> so this is kind of like when things connect together, right? Then it makes sense, you know, for all these celebrities to, to endorse, you know, because they see the whatever. And right. maybe celebrities have some collaboration with the, with the, I'm sure with the NFT. I'm sure so there are many reasons. Right. Yeah. So when that thing happened in fact moving forward if all these things all stars align right a brand can be built in a very short period of time mm. this really sounds like religion to me <laughs> i think religion, that's... Is, religion is the forefront of marketing yeah, yeah. if you study that yeah yeah when you look sense. at this thing right it's possible right holy web crap. that's why if you look at web3 if you put things together right i don't know man i'm excited but it's not easy I must say, uh, yeah, it's course. not easy. So, guys, what do you think? Send yeah. uh, send your comments, and you know, are we are we on the, are we are we on the right track, or are we like way off tension of our understanding of Web three and <laughs> NFTs? Do you like this? I know. Uh, do you I agree with us or not? Doesn't matter. Just yes. chit chat. Right? My my, re my reading of this is very very surface level. So yeah, and yeah. GYC cannot say like that. I also got community. No, I mean, I, I appreciate you guys, to be frank, yeah. but we are still a very small community. I, I, I don't dare to go that route yet, to be yeah. frank. He, he, Jason is talking about the 100 million community. Yeah, I mean, probably, right? The 100,000 is not enough yet. He needs a 100 million community. Yeah, yeah. And Chiwa is saying he's speaking as a person who have been keeping Bitcoin for eight years. Ah, hey, somebody just, just told us about his financial status that I know, I know, that means yeah. That, Ah. Yeah, man. <laughs> yes. Yes. yeah, the time people say crypto is a bubble and now it's still here, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
if you talk about that, right? It's interesting. Yeah. All right. So those those normally those who invest in Bitcoin very very early are those those people who say I can afford to lose those money. I'm just yeah, gonna, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 because I don't even know where the money is circular. You know, I can lose it. <laughs> yeah, okay. And uh, Vincent is here. What's up? Vincent is asking, hey. how do I find Discord can help for education? Some of the no thoughts, and to, to be fair, I have no idea about Discord. I just got into Discord. I just started my account. I haven't, this, you know, played around with it yet. But I guess it's a very powerful. I was, I was told by a lot of NFT creators that it's a very powerful platform. Because oh. the people there are very, very, uh, uh, so-called, I, I don't know, very, very vibrant, and they are very supportive. I don't know. I don't know how was that. To be frank, I find the interface quite, quite troublesome or not easy to play with. Not easy, not easy, not easy. Okay. So in terms of education, into... I have no clue, man. I, I, you know, I'm a very simple person. But then again, if you look at Discord as another social network or probably another platform, mm. uh, then probably we, 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 we may not want to actually put too much weight on it because just like Twitter is still not very big in Malaysia, uh, except among our Malay friends, just like, like Dick, Reddit, all these are things that are not read, not, not really big in our part of the world as well. But then they are big over there, right? Mm. And Discord is big over there and they may not come here. They may not happen in our part of the world. So I guess, yeah, but I don't know anything about Discord. Yeah. That's, that's for the record. Try to, I'll, I'll have, to have yeah. to try to allocate some time and yeah, said I should start a cult. Easier to build a community. I don't know how to do that. I have no clue. <laughs> yeah, and you say you're keeping Bitcoin does no nuggets, not nuggets. I don't know. I don't need to know. You, you, we don't know. I don't want we, to know because we don't even have dust. Yeah, yeah. I don't. At least have you have dust. some dust. We yeah. don't even have dust. That's the thing, right? <laughs> you have dust. We don't have dust. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just to quickly sum up about the discussion. Um, about the you know marketing in Web3. I guess any marketers, any brands, any business owners should start thinking about really building a journey for your audience. And now in my opinion, the best, the easiest way to start is really video because um, uh, I don't know, I'm no longer into reading. You know, I'm no longer into reading. I'm a video person. In fact, I'm more into audio person right now. Mm. And based on my recent experience, uh, getting feedback from my, from my audiences and, uh, you know, from my clients right now, I think video and audio plays a very important role. So if there is anything you should consider starting right now, jumpstart your YouTube channel. Oh. If you don't want to start slowly. You need to have a strong one. You got to make sure that when people are looking for you, because moving forward, uh, a lot of people are saying that how one of the easier way to improve your SEO is actually strengthen your branded search. Mm. Yeah, searchability. La. Yeah. So I also observe my, the search for Jason Gunn and Trevor Academy has been increasing very steadily. So when, when this kind of branded search increase about, about you, what do you have to connect people back to the right platform that you already own? Mm. I think that's the reason why you need to have a YouTube channel. Mm. Okay. And then after that, talk about podcasts and if you can, you can do a little bit more crazy like me, you can do a lot more things. Mm. In fact, podcasts not much work. Right? Every day I only spend about 10, 15 minutes. I yell, I, you know, I yam away and just put it up and you guys listen to it. Thank you so much. And mm. uh, YouTube also not much work. My weekly module also not much work. And okay. things like, I, yeah, not much work to be frank. Mm. And for podcasts, uh, you'll be surprised what the people you attract, you know, I attracted one of the largest uh, podcast hosting platform in Taiwan to get in touch with me. We probably will do some collaboration to hopefully bring up the podcast uh, wave in our part of the world over right. here. So yeah, so that's something that you probably should consider doing. As a brand, I, I guess you need to start building a brand. Head stuff yeah. from Jason Gunn in Head year 2020. Yeah. And I, I only started not long ago, to be fair, if you look at it, right? Of course, my YouTube channel is a little bit longer, but I've been right. seeing crazy improvement. I, th I think this uh, this morning I was listening to a radio talk show. Was it radio talk show or read something? When somebody searches you and they see you, are, you produce, let's say, blog articles, and then, then they see you have YouTube videos with your face and all those things, I think it adds to that feeling of, authority because not many people will have their own personal youtube videos and if you have 
Then I said, hey, wow, this guy got YouTube video. Then I go deeper and say, wow, this guy got like hundred of YouTube video about him talking about a particular subject or whatever it is. Then obviously, he must be an authority. Lo. You know, aside from having a book, if you have, if you even have published a book, then that's it. La, you know, I don't have to talk to anybody else. Really, I'm going to talk to Jason Gan. Unless if I can't afford him. My book is on the way, I hope. Right? So book, articles, videos, Audio. all these things are very subtle push or so-called subtle signals and say, hey, I can be trusted. I've been doing this. I have the experience. I risk it. Screw the certifications because I will look at these things enough already. But really look at podcasts, seriously. Okay. This is where... Because when do you listen to podcasts when you can't do anything else when you're driving yes and when you listen to podcasts you don't listen to one episode you binge because you can't do anything while you're driving there's no distraction though that's one there's no distraction there is no there's, no there is there's nothing in between so yeah. if you listen to this uh, i mean i've been binge listening of nowadays on uh, several podcasts and i have people who binge watch my podcast and then they come back they, this is how they build impressions of me in their head which I have no clue how it came about. Seriously. Before, before I change your podcast, let me change my YouTube first. Like. I think the YouTube is something definitely have to do. <laughs> and I've been talking about this for one and a half years already. But it's fun, man. It's fun. Seriously, yeah. uh, I think this is, this is how we should look at One platform at a time. In Web3. One platform at a time. Don't rush, but it's, it's, it's worth doing because yeah. if we start doing it now, we can still be... Yeah, you build your access for time. Uh. You know, I mean, nobody is going to be all multi-omni-channel by... By tomorrow, you see, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, but you you have a you have a good point. I think moving forward, in order to be, you got to make yourself available to your prospects on yeah. multiple platforms and yeah. multiple and, mediums. And to feedback to Vincent's, uh, he says it's tiring with so many platforms out there. You want to clubhouse is still a thing. That's why eventually yeah. you pick the right platforms that has a long that has long term that will bring long term benefit to your business. Not not fat kind no. of uh, platforms. No. Like, yeah, and course. what can bring long term benefit? <clears throat> Things that Google index. Audio vision, audio video, text, text, audio video, text. Not social network. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say if you want to build something like that for long term. Yeah. Social no. media because, is amplifier. Yeah, you can use those to amplify your message. You're right to promote your message or to promote your videos and whatnot. But to be frank. Just the indexing of Facebook or Twitter or anything on Google is not. You just have to think when people see you for the first time, when they search for you, would they go to Facebook or would they go to YouTube uh, or I, Google? I have problems searching even on Twitter. Yeah. So I think the question is actually there. So this is how I choose my platform. This is how I choose where I show up. Okay. What do you think, guys? Let us know. If you're watching <laughs> the replay, put it in the comment section. If you're watching yeah. live, you can just, you know, let us know. Start streaming, yep, yep. start doing live, start talking, get stream deck. Watch it. See? Orang atas, before they do this, they go get a bloody $3,000 stream deck first. Yeah. What the heck stream deck? I don't even know anything. Yeah. I'm still <laughs> using this mic. Somebody complained that my no, no. audio Our is stream bad. deck is this. This is our stream deck. Press, <laughs> press, press. The, his stream deck is something like this one. Multiple buttons. Press one, oh, screen oh, one. Oh, press two, screen oh, two. Okay, okay. Press three, uh, change oh, audio right. automatically. Yeah. Four cameras, right? Something like that. Yeah, four cameras. Uh, and 64 yeah. likes. 64 <laughs> likes. All monitored through that central console. <laughs> <laughs> oh, today, awesome. today we have much GY. Uh. GY, uh, how are yeah, you? Yeah, GY, sorry. Sorry. Uh, huh? Okay. Yeah. Now, oh, before we, we go, you know, we still have to do this uh, website of the week. Website of the week. Come, 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 my friend. Okay. <laughs> yeah, my friend, quiet. Was, uh, okay, what's so that? Have you, have, have you brought up? Let me, let me bring it. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Uh, let me try this one, the cleanup dot picture. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So, are you able to see my screen? No. No. Oh, wait, wait. Oh. I'm bringing it up. It's coming up. Ah, okay, cool. Let's go. I like this. Okay, so basically, you remove any unwanted object, defect, people, or text Ooh. from your picture. Ooh. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I mean, it is. So, a... this one don't even need to know how to do Photoshop. Uh. So, uh, okay. obviously, I'm not, not paying the pro version. So, it's okay. Just... <laughs> thing through. Okay, never mind. Uh, let's go right at the top. We don't have the budget and to sponsor Mafra for his research. 
say example on uh, loading the what are you gonna do demo uh? yeah i'm gonna do just one simple demo yeah. i take an stock photo all right example i stock photo you don't like this guy you want to cover him away this guy you don't like him he owe you money never return you back <laughs> the good photo you and take him out yeah let's see what will happen erase him there's a movie called eraser or something right yeah, eraser. yeah. Why? The new yeah. One so holy crap oh, not bad oh. not perfect lah, but uh it's still quite decent yeah, la. it's, it's like a ghost like, photo there la. you know they say oh yeah, i can hell. make it because they they are taking the nearby pixel and try to replace it in. holy why you need the photoshop man don't even need a Photoshop. Yeah, yeah. the guy disappeared. Okay, I had fun playing with the thing. Okay, awesome. okay. Clean, clean up what I want to save this already. Clean up pictures. Clean up, okay, dot pictures. clean up dot pictures. Clean up this one pictures. goes into my tool, yeah. into my shortcut tools. Text, right? Done. Okay, hey, awesome. Man. Okay, this is a good awesome. find. Okay, good awesome. Find. Thank you so much, Manfred. And uh, yeah, I think that wraps up this episode. Okay, uh, I hope you guys probably learned something. Hopefully, this is really from my recent experience doing a lot of crazy experiments and experience a lot of crazy conversations with mm. those prospects that eventually became my my, my oh. clients. Yeah. I think it's very interesting. I think it's in the comment section what do you think about our version of Web3 and NFTs. Um, yep and yeah. uh yep that's it and if so you know anybody perhaps, who is expert in this let us know so that we can get a yeah, proper right, expert to interview in yeah you know yeah. get an expert talk about it we are not experts yep yep that's very true so right with that we wrap this episode episode 82 next week we have a very heavyweight guest oh yes oh yeah yes. watch our announcement that. next week is going to be very interesting so with that thank you so much guys you know uh it's a pleasure thank you for watching and listening yes see you next week same time, Wednesday at 10 p.m. Malaysia time, GMT Plus. Thank you. Good night. Bye-bye.